0: Well, hello, and happy mid-January. Now that we're a few weeks into the new year, I hope your 2020 is off to a wonderful start. But I hope you're not surprised to find me here in your podcast feed in January, because that would mean you haven't heard the news. Christmas past is now year-round. It's still early days for all of this, so things will evolve, but for now, you can look forward to one episode near the beginning of the month, hosted by Chantel Joy from All Things Christmas. Each time, Chantel takes us somewhere new to learn about Christmas around the world. Check out her episodes about Japan and Canada, and then join us in early February to experience Christmas in the UK. Now, the second episode that will come out each month is one like you're hearing now. It could be me reading a story, interviewing someone interesting. It could be an audio postcard from a Christmas place I visited, or whatever else I think will help you keep the Christmas spirit alive all throughout the year. The episodes where I tell the story behind a Christmas tradition and share your Christmas memories will continue to arrive in November and December, just as they always have. Now, like I said, it's still early days for all of this, so I might end up doing more than two episodes a month. I may try different topics and formats. I've labeled all of my episodes in a way that tells you which of the various topics and formats it belongs to. But I'd love to know what you think. So drop me a line. Now, since it's mid-January, we're all still in the afterglow of Christmas. I, for one, still have my Christmas tree up and I plan to keep it up for a little while longer. Yes, I'm still thinking about Christmas of 2019 and what made it special, and I'll bet you are too. So, let's start things off with some of your Christmas memories about what made Christmas special last year. Every Christmas is a chance to practice old traditions, but also a chance to try new things that will go on to become traditions in the years ahead like Noelle in New Hampshire, who baked her way into a festive, eye-catching, and yummy gathering with friends and family.
1: This year we bought a house that was large enough to host our families for all the holidays. And I decided I wanted to do something a little different and do something called gingerbread. And I made, started off making several gingerbread houses for family to come and decorate. And ultimately, in the end, I ended up making 12 of them. We had over 25 people at our house. It ended up being this wonderful, impromptu Christmas party. And I already have orders for next year, and it looks like I'm making 20 of them. So this little thing that I wanted to do for immediate family has now grown into friends and family and neighbors all coming over. So this was a great start to a new tradition in our home.
0: Speaking of gingerbread, one of my Christmas gifts this year was a chance to attend a Christmas tea inside the Fairmont Hotel's famous life-size gingerbread house. It's a San Francisco tradition that I got to experience for the first time this year. I posted pics on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram so you can see for yourself. And for more gingerbread fun, you can check out my episode on that very topic from 2016. Now, Christmas is also a time to celebrate the spirit of the season by being just a little bit kinder and more charitable. Maybe you volunteer or make a donation. Maybe you reach out to someone you haven't connected with in a while. Or, if you're like B in the UK, you lend a helping hand to those in need with a festive twist.
2: I run an online Facebook group called Kiwi and Crumpets Kindness Project and we try and inspire people to think outside of themselves, particularly at this time of year. Um, So on Christmas Eve this year, as we do every year, my daughter and I made up a load of Christmas treat snack boxes um, full of foods that you generally would enjoy at Christmas time. Uh, mince pies, which I know only us English eat, Um, after eight mince, chocolates, cookies, everything that makes us think of Christmas. And we'd take up these boxes, um, fill a bag with them, and then we'd head into our local town and just walk around and hand them out to any homeless people that we found. Um, We've come to know quite a few of the homeless people over the years through doing this. Um, But it was just lovely to see the looks of gratitude on their faces and for them to realize that people are thinking of and they're not all on their own. Hope everyone had a great Christmas. Bye. Now, when you ask people what Christmas means to them, the answer you'll
0: probably hear most often is family. And if you're not near your family throughout the year, those Christmases spent with them are extra special. That's something Jules in Massachusetts and Gerald in Michigan can relate to.
1: My Christmas this year was extra special because I got to spend it with my family for the first time in a few years. Last year I was living in Ireland, and the year before that in New Zealand, both too far to travel for the holidays. This year I got to spend Christmas with my mom and both of my brothers. One of my brothers came all the way from Germany with his lovely new partner to join us for Christmas. I only got to spend two days with them, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's always more special when spent with those you love. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
3: Being a musician, I am always busy during the holiday season. In fact, my schedule becomes quite extensive uh, at the end of October, all the way through until after Christmas. So I'm never uh, in a position where I can go back to my hometown, which is Philadelphia, uh, to just spend time with family. Well, this year I was. My husband, My son and I all flew back, and not only did we spend time uh, with each other, I got to spend time with my dad, and that was a wonderful joy. And then I was able to spend Christmas Day and several days after with my mother, aunts, cousins. Um, It was just so incredibly special. In fact, it reminded me of my youth when the entire family, upwards of 40-plus people, would come together and celebrate on Christmas Day. It would start off with breakfast, and then we would have lunch, and then a huge, enormous dinner uh, would take part. So this was joy. It allowed me to tap back into my childhood, and the joy and the smell and the incredible food that my mother and aunt prepared. Um, It really was a great joy. So, why was Christmas so special? Family. Thank you for listening to my story. Gerald from Marshall, Michigan, a proud member of the Case Blanchard family, my husband Stephen, and my son William, we wish you all a Happy New Year.
0: I'd like to thank everyone who shared what made Christmas special for them in 2019. Now, one of the things that I'll do in these episodes is share ideas for celebrating throughout the year. And one of those for 2020 is something you've heard me mention a couple of times already. In just about six months, it'll be Christmas in July. And this year, that means something it's never meant before. Because 2020 will bring us the first-ever Christmas in July convention, where you get to experience a second Christmas celebration surrounded by your favorite holiday movie actors. It's hosted by Silver Screen Events and coming to Nashville July 24th through the 26th. Attendees can meet and mingle with Drew Seeley, Rob Mays, Joey Lawrence, and Brendan Fair, with more guests being announced soon. It'll be a weekend packed with Q&A sessions, parties, photo ops, and autographs. And guess who else will be there? Well, it's no secret because I've already mentioned it a bunch of times, but it's me! I'll have more details to share about all of that soon. In the meantime, tickets are available now at silverscreenevents.com. And you can follow at Christmas in July convention on Instagram for the latest celebrity guest announcements, because more are coming. Now I'm guessing you've never been to a Christmas celebrity convention, because few people have. They're so new. So I recently caught up with Joshua Reed Davis, who will be emceeing Christmas in July, to bring you an inside look at the event. I'll be back at the end to say goodbye, but for now... Here's my recent conversation with Joshua. Joshua, thank you so much for coming, and welcome to Christmas Past.
4: Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to
0: be here. Now, when it comes to a conference like this, there's just so much to unpack. We can talk about it from a lot of different angles, but I think the thing that really stands out to me is nowadays, in the age of social media, the whole concept of celebrity feels a little different, because we all feel like we have just a little bit more access to the people that we admire and respect. And these conferences take that to a whole new level because you actually have the ability to not just follow them on Instagram or maybe send them a message or, or like or interact with them on a surface level, but to actually spend time with these people to get an autograph. Maybe it's something even more. What is what does that mean to the way that we experience the things that we love? There, it seems like there's no longer a, a big separation between us and the content. We sort of become part of it by engaging in this fandom, don't we?
4: We really do. And thank you for stealing my answer. I'm kidding. No, the thing that I love about conventions, you, you hit the nail on the head. Like, you know, if you think back 10, 15 years ago, it's like we had to read in the newspaper what was going on. You know, now it's like we get to see our favorite celebrities. And I've been in the convention business for nine years now. I've been in entertainment all my life. And, um, you know, Silver Screen Events and all the other companies that I've worked for have been really great because, and all the actors that I've worked with, have been really great too because you're not only taking a moment to get a photo and meet these people, but these are people who have changed your life. I mean, these are people whose movies have my or music have might have moved you in a certain way. And one thing that I always say at any show that I host or any event that I speak at is there's three F's when it comes to a convention. But if I'm on the microphone, there's sometimes an accidental fourth F I'm only kidding. But um, you come as a a fan, and then you become friends with people. And before the convention's over, you leave as a family. And in a brief nutshell, with the conventions, like you said, you do get to, we do have autographs where you can purchase autographs. We have photo op opportunities. Um, You can go up and uh, we have parties. We're going to have a jingle ball concert. We have different theme parties. We're planning so many fun events. For me, Christmas, when I think about Christmas, I think uh, just for a brief moment, I think about my grandmother, because when I think about Christmas, that's what it was to me was it's it's family. And a lot of people don't have a good family. They may not have had a family setting. And one thing through our conventions is I promise you those three Fs are real, because by the time the weekend's over, you got people from all walks of life who, you know, it doesn't matter what your political affiliation is, your religion, your sexuality, we all come together for this one event, Christmas movies that have changed our life, and we become lifelong friends, and it's like, you know what, I may not have been your friend if I'd have met you at Target, (laughs) you know, but, um, but really and truly, that's what it's about, and the fact that, you know, Christmas... And and the holidays, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, you know it's a time to come together. And I and I love Christmas in July theme because here we are halfway through the year and
0: we get to celebrate again. And for me
4: and all of us at, at Silver Spring, the gift is what's in your heart and not what's in your hands.
0: No, it's really interesting. Uh, I started out by saying that these really the conferences like this have their origins in the the sort of sci-fi Comic Con kind of model. But then it sort of branched out, and I think in parallel to all of that, over the last decade or so, these made-for-TV Christmas movies have really become synonymous with Christmas. Some people are super fans, some people are happy to have them on in the background, but no matter where you are on that spectrum, and even if you're someone who can't stand them, there's no denying that they are just really a part of the Christmas tapestry. And so it seems almost inevitable with those two phenomena, the rise of these fan conferences and the rise of these movies, Sooner or later, those paths were going to cross. And I think in recent, just this last year and in the year ahead, we're starting to see this becoming a phenomenon. And I'm really excited to see things going in that direction. And I don't think it's necessarily limited to the made-for-TV Christmas movies. But I think this is a really great start for sure. And so what can people expect when they come to this kind of event? One
4: of the things that you can expect is for your mind to be... Blown because you do not know what to expect. Expect if it's your first convention. Now, when I went to my when I met Carrie Fisher for the first time, who's my hero, I waited in line for four and a half hours. Now, trust me, folks, you will not have to wait that long. And what you can expect is to come. You get to meet some of your favorite actors, take your photos, make your friends and family jealous because hey, you're taking a picture with your favorite actor. Or you may get to meet someone that changed
0: your life. When it comes to these Christmas movies, the made-for-TV Christmas movies, I think they're different from other movies in that they feel like they're on a more intimate scale. Uh, And the companies that make them actually have a reputation for being especially good to the people that they work with and the people that they deal with outside. There's this more intimate feeling of watching a made-for-TV Christmas movie than there is watching some sci-fi blockbuster. And in my experience, that also translates to the actual in-person or autograph experience It doesn't feel, uh, even though sometimes it literally is you standing in line for over an hour to meet somebody, but when you finally do meet that person, I've seen this with my own eyes, it really feels like meeting an old friend. And so for Christmas in July, uh, I I do know that there are lots of, on, on the logistical side, there are some parties and gatherings and things like that. Uh, what can people, if they come to the conference, what can they expect on that end? It's just, just sort of that feeling of, of inclusion and intimacy and, and just meeting the people that make Christmas what it is.
4: Well, you saved the best present for last. You saved my secret Santa surprise for you guys. Now, um, like I said, I've been in a lot of... Before I address that, let me uh, let, remind me to tell you about our Q&A session. Let me tell you that. So let me tell about the parties first. So at our parties... Um, our celebrities will come in and make rounds and uh, hang out with us for a little while, and uh, you know we're we're gonna like I said we're gonna jingle it up and um, they do come in uh, and hang out with us at the parties. So not only are you um, meeting them at the table or doing a photo op, but you're actually mingling around and talking with them at the parties. And obviously, out of respect, we can't just stand there and turn it into like a selfie mania or like a 30-minute conversation per person. But, you know, it's like usually um, the group of actors will will separate and walk around the room and, and uh, with, their, with their handler and uh, people just walk up and talk to them just like, hey, so good to see you again, you know, or nice to meet you or, you know, and, and that's what's one of the great things about it. And like I said, I worked with other convention companies before. And one of the things as an MC that makes me so mad is that whenever we do Q&A sessions, this one company made us, I literally had to sit on the stage and read every person's question from a box. And for me, it's like if I'm going to a Q&A session, I'm going to meet my favorite actor, I'd like to ask them that question. So at Silver Screen, what we do is um, you get to raise your hand, and we have someone, we have multiple people in the crowd who uh, go out, and you get to ask. So if you want to ask, say, Brandon Mayer or Joey Lawrence a question, um, you're the one that gets to ask the question. Like, it's not me on the stage saying, like, I will introduce them. It's not me taking over the stage. Like, we, and that's one thing, Gilbert Springs, like, no, we want the people to ask their questions because that makes it more intimate. Does it take a little bit more time? Yeah, but I would rather have someone, I would rather ask my favorite actor my question versus have someone on stage that I don't really know <laughs> ask a question for me. So that's one thing that we try to do to keep it a little bit more intimate. So like I said, we have the party scene where the celebs come and hang out. We're gonna have Q and a panels, photo ops, parties. Um, the jingle ball is gonna be amazing. Don't worry, I'm not singing at it. I keep auditioning, but they just won't take me. <laughs> I'm kidding, but uh, I'm joking. But one of the things as a convention host that I love most is seeing the bond of people come because we realize that for some people, this is your vacation. We realize that this is your anniversary present or a birthday present. And we want you to have the best time.
0: Yeah, that all sounds great. And, of course, I'll provide all of the uh, information on that and more in the show notes for this episode and on social media. I think the one question I have as a parting question is, this is Christmas in July. And that suggests maybe to some that, if it well, if it's in July, that must really be for the hardcore Christmas fans or the hardcore movie fans. Who is the right person to come to this conference?
4: Oh, my goodness you could be one of those people who don't decorate for Christmas, or you could be a Clark W. Griswold. I personally am a Clark W. Griswold at heart. um, But honestly, anybody and everybody is welcome because it doesn't matter if you roll your eyes at a movie or you laugh at a movie, um, the actors who are going to be there. And we do have more lists that are coming. I can't say any names, but we do have more announcements that will be coming up you don't have to be a diehard fan because if you've got any Christmas spirit in you at all, even the Grinch would have a good time with this ball. Well,
0: that's a good note to end on. Uh, Joshua Reed Davis, thank you so much for joining me in a Christmas conversation here on Christmas Past. And we hope to see you at Christmas in July in Nashville this year. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Well, I hope you enjoyed our conversation and I hope it got you thinking about the different ways that you can keep the Christmas spirit alive all throughout the year. And if there's anything fun or interesting that you're already doing, I'd love to hear about it. You can find Christmas Past on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or drop me a line anytime at christmaspastpodcast at gmail.com. And you can always contact me through the contact form at christmaspast.media. We'll be back in just a few days with another installment of Chantel Joy's series about Christmas around the world. Until then, let me remind you that Christmas Past is produced in sunny San Mateo, California by yours truly, Brian Earle. Thank you to Joshua Reed Davis, and as always, thank you for listening. And here's a little tip if you're interested in spreading Christmas cheer throughout the year. How about telling a friend about this show or leaving a review on Apple Podcasts? Both of those are quick and painless ways to show support, and they help the Christmas Past family to grow. If you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I'll even send you a sticker and a Christmas card to say thanks. Message me for details about that. Until we meet again, keep that Christmas spirit alive, and may your days be merry and bright.